Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we got a few things to discuss in Adventures in Hunting, just some new pop figures. Uh, no new movies coming out this week. Um... So yeah, so that's everything in Adventures in Hunting and this week's Sneak Peaks, which we haven't done in freaking forever. <laughs> uh, we have two trailers that we're going to talk about. One is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Face I, the Music. I think that's what the third one's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't get a lot of video game trailers, at least not ones that we particularly care about so hell yeah uh nothing in what's in the box this this week again <laughs> unless you want to talk about how badly amc is doing but you know dude amc's hasn't they come out and said that they're only going to last like another month maybe i think so <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna suck. i really want to know like how cinemark is done during i know they and megaplex yeah megaplex too yeah, if those go under, dude, we're freaking screwed. I mean, I would much rather have Megaplex go under. I would too, okay, just because ahead. I prefer the Cinemarks, yeah. but still, that would freaking blow. That would, yeah, that would very, very much blow. Yeah, so anyway, um, nothing in what's in the box. And for our main event of the evening, we will be breaking down the 2019 Charlie's Angels. Yay. <laughs> I'm just going to take the heat and say this was my idea. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, with that, let's get into the show, shall we? Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc etc with this constant bombardment it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos but fret not you've come to the right place my friend i'm jason and i love media i invite you to check out the mixed media forest podcast the podcast where i trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you the listener Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, first up in Adventures in Hunting, we got a little bit of everything. Uh, we got a new Star Wars, got some new Marvel, and we got a new DC. Uh, so the first one we're going to start with uh, is going into Star Wars, and we are getting a 10-inch Mandalorian with the child. Just call him Baby Yoda. Whatever. That's screw what you. he is. <laughs> yeah. It, it basically. And it's freaking amazing. Did you pre order it? No. Wow. Why not? 
because 10-inch figures are expensive. That's true. Yeah, $30 is a lot. I want to see it in person. <laughs> and I've seen so that. Bad. Um, pre-orders are actually selling out for this guy. Jeez. Well, it, uh, it's sold out on Walmart's website. I wonder if it's still available on Amazon. It is. What do you know? This time, oh, it's not being released till September 30th. Holy shit. Jeez. But still up for pre order. For 30 bucks? Yeah. That might be worth it. That's how all 10 inch pops are. Well, when Hulk came out, or the 10 inch Hulk came out, that was like 35. No, it wasn't. It was 30. Target's 10 inch ones have always been 30. I promise you. Oh. Maybe I was just like super duper poor back then. <laughs> anyway, this figure is freaking amazing. Um, it doesn't look like the helmet looked like it's chrome to you. It does. It, I hope it is. Yeah, I don't know if this is like the just the paint job or like an actual picture. It's. I doubt that's a picture of the figure itself. Yeah. But do you think? I don't think it is. But, I mean, I'm hoping that they... That um, someone leaks an actual image of it soon. To where, yeah, because I gotta see if that helmet is chrome. Yeah. That would be... Like, I know there's a... Like, all the armor, actually. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that like to do... Customization... Or just like their own paint jobs on certain figures, mm-hmm. and I've actually been thinking about getting another Hulk versus Hulkbuster and trying to do a a paint job on that, like a oh. custom paint job. Okay. But if the if the helmet and the armor is not reflective, that would be a killer custom paint job to do. That would be. And I can imagine that would be like a ton of fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's the uh the Star Wars figure. Um moving on to Marvel, uh we have the GameStop exclusive Avengers box. So it's like the Avengers video game. Yep. Uh and it is up for pre-order right now. And um don't bother. <laughs> Seriously? Because okay, so we're assuming the pop that's included is Abomination. But Caleb and I both thought that it was Killer Croc. Yeah. If we hadn't and, have seen that it was the Avengers box, we would have straight up thought it was Killer Croc. Yeah. they. I don't know what their deal is. They can't seem to get Abomination right. <laughs> no, they He's can't. supposed to be more fish-like. Like, his ears are supposed to be, like, gills. Or, like, fins or something. Like, that's what they're supposed to be. And here, he just looks like a freaking elf. He looks like kind of a cross between um, Abomination and Killer Croc. He doesn't even look like Abomination. That's true. Like, I had to look up who the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, I had to ask you who it was. Yeah, and the only reason I know is because I, like, looked, I scrolled through the comments <laughs> and then I clicked on the box itself and it said Abomination figure. And I'm like, that's Abomination? Like, that's so stupid. Because I was thinking that maybe it was, like, another version of Hulk. Because, like, they have the different costumes and everything that they're coming out with. So I was thinking maybe it's a new Hulk. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
Someone put, so, uh, what is it? <laughs> and then someone also put, that's a load of shit. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's, it's kind of looks like a poorly designed figure as well. Cause it has like scales on its head, but they're not like in a line or anything. They're like random. It, the, <laughs> that's funny. Plan. So, um. They posted, uh, when someone said, oh, so what is it? They posted that. And then someone wrote, this box is an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Ultimate Green Goblin. Oh my gosh. That's another That's a, another really good guess. Yeah, so uh, then uh, the guy that posted the question, he's like, that would have been rad. This, this is just a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah, uh, they should have just done another Hulk costume. They seriously should, or you know, maybe Hawkeye. Yeah, or Hawkeye. That would have been freaking dope. But, um, but what else does it come with? So you get an Iron Man pocket pop in his white armor. I guess I don't know. Yeah, apparently Iron Man's supposed to have like a shit ton of different. I'm kind of digging that white armor. I'm getting like, um, remember those um, Iron Legion from Age of Ultron? Yeah, I'm getting that kind of vibe, which I like. That's way cool. And then the sticker is a sloth. Yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck? With wings, mind you. Yeah, like, like what the shit is that? I don't like know. the only cool thing out of this box, but is the pin. Oh yeah, the yeah, Avengers Day, San Francisco. That's cool. Yeah, that's a freaking like that's a sick pin. The, yeah. the keychain, it's okay. Yeah. The sticker, what the hell is the sticker? It's a it's a sloth with wings. It's really sad when the only things that you like are the pin and the pocket pop. And the pop pocket pop barely. Yeah. And seriously, like they know we haven't played the game. Like is that a reference to the game cuz we don't get it. Yeah. How much is it? Oh, hell no, it ain't worth $30. $30? Yep. <laughs> I would rather die. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, you'd be paying $30 for a kind of okay keychain and a cool pin. Yeah. Not worth it. Nope. And that sticker, I can't get over that sticker. It's That's a bullshit sticker. That better sticker. play a huge part in the game. Oh, it better be a freaking huge part. <laughs> oh. Like, there better be a flying sloth with wings that saves the entire world. Bet for you, it to justify that stupid sticker. Bet you money it's a tattoo that um, Tony Stark has. Or one of the Avengers has. My guess, it's probably something on Miss Marvel's backpack. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. Still uh, so stupid. That is, a, that is a dumb sticker. Like, we don't get it. No, we don't. Like, <laughs> you release that kind of shit, have to release the game. Yeah. Uh, how, how? When did that game get delayed till? Uh, September. I thought it was longer than that, actually. No, I think it's September. Okay. Um, it, it might be October. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it's September. It was supposed to come out in May. So if it's coming out, like, kind of so close to the... Holiday season, that's going to be competing with uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man. Because that's supposed to come out uh, right when the PS5 comes out. Yeah. 
Let's see who has the better sales. It's probably going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I don't that's know. A, that's a tough one because Spider-Man Miles Morales is an exclusive to PS5. And who knows how well the PS5 is going to do. That's a good point. And speaking of which, the PS5, you guys are retarded. <laughs> like, th- this isn't anything we're talking about, but they have released two different versions. Yeah. A disc edition and a digital edition. Where you And apparently, so it's like, you eat... We don't know how this works, but either you only get discs or you only get digital downloads. I don't know. That's I mean, I'll be shit. yeah, I'll be going with the disc version, of course. Yeah, because I love my physical. Yeah, I'm assuming you don't get to watch movies on your PlayStation if you get the digital one. That's yeah, that's true. That's so stupid. That is very stupid. PlayStation makes mistakes. I'm just looking forward to actually being able to watch my 4K movies finally. Yeah. Dude, I just hope that the Xbox Series X, or whatever that thing is, I just hope that they don't release games that are exclusive to that. Because, I mean, it feels like the Xbox 360 was around for years, and the PlayStation 3 was around forever. And then it's just like, a blip of Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Yeah. And then they're already moving on to the freaking... Like, honestly, when it comes to, like, uh, the amount of, like, games for one system, I feel the Xbox 360 gives the PlayStation 2 a run for its money. There were so many games released for the 360. Yeah, true that. I think PS2 still holds the record for the most. Makes sense. 360's pretty damn close, I think. Yeah. Um... But I heard with, because uh, I think Xbox did um, a um, virtual thing as well, just like Sony did. And apparently um, their first um, lineup of games, what I've heard, kind of are sucky. They're not that good. Like uh, Sony's PlayStation lineup of first game to uh, first um, to market titles is a lot better. And Spider uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man is definitely one of the ones leading the charge. That makes sense. Yeah. Because um, this game came out of nowhere for me. I have to say, if they pull the same bullshit that they did with the Xbox One, where not every game is backwards compatible, like, if I can't play my Xbox One games on Xbox Series X, I won't get it. You're going to feel my pain. Yeah, like, but is... PlayStation 5 talked about their backwards compatibility? I don't think they have, but I always thought it was dumb that PS4, you can play PS3 games. Yeah, that's dumb. And then, like, with the Xbox One, you get... I think they load new 360 games, like, do backwards compatibility Yeah. Uh, for certain 360 games, but they haven't released them, them all yet, hmm. which I think is so stupid. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like if you have the, a way to convert the technology to be compatible with a 360 game, you should be able to do that across everything and make it backwards compatible. Like, I want to be able to play my 360 games on my Xbox One. Yeah. And then I'm going to, like, it's not going to keep me from buying Xbox One games. And it's like the same thing with this. I'm, I've, I don't want to buy a new system. 
Yes, you do. Like, the Xbox One X was supposed to be the top of the line, you purchase this, you won't need another console for like 10 years. Like, that's what the Xbox One X was supposed to be. But then they... Then they released the Series X, and it's... um, Well, because, you know, Sony's like, hey, PlayStation 5. Shit. Microsoft's like, son of a bitch. Dude, I would like seriously. If you're gonna release something and say you don't need a new one for the next ten years, just double down and yeah. be like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> it's like while well, everyone else is buying your stupid PlayStation Five and not being able to backwards compatible or use it as a DVD player, like we're gonna be releasing new games. Like try like just bump up everything like it's so stupid this is just like apple like i love apple i love iphone um and i have an iphone 11 but i feel like ever like with apple they're just saying like oh like get an iphone 11 it's like the only iphone you'll need for a while and then let's face it like uh i think they release a new iphone what like every year now yeah it feels like it with the iphone 12 they're gonna be like this this is the iphone that you need no other iphone you will ever need and then wait nope iphone 13 here you go yeah, it's freaking stupid because it's like once you get to the point where you're like, okay, I need, I need a new phone. I'm go- I'm just gonna get the newest model, like that's available right now. You go and buy like an iPhone 11, and then it's just like the next month that you're like X or iPhone 12, and you're like, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, it just pissed me off that they called the iPhone 10 the iPhone X and. They went against continuity. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, they didn't even do, like, with Xbox, you're supposed to be able to custom, like, the Xbox 360, you had an avatar that you can customize and create, and then, like, that would be what was shown to all your friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of like me's. <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to, like, they had, like, a new system where they, you could customize your avatar, and it was more realistic looking it wasn't so cartoony like it's still super cartoony like it's still really cartoon looking but you could adjust a lot more with the uh with your avatar and then they had like all these features for dressing your avatar and and all this other like cool stuff and it was supposed to be like just a crazy shit that you could do with your avatars they didn't even make a decent user interface for the avatar store. That's so dumb. Yeah, like I if I click on like if I'm scrolling through a list on the avatar store and I find a hoodie or just some article of clothing that I want to see what it looks like on my avatar, mm-hmm. I click on it and then I can like visually see it and then if I click back, it puts me at the top of the freaking list again. Oh, that's the freaking worst. Yeah, so it gets to the point where you're just like, you know what? F it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, like, my avatar right now is wearing nothing but default clothes. Like, clothes that were done. already on the console. Because you're just done. Yeah, because it's like, anytime I find something cool, it's like... <laughs> But, like, the user interface is bullshit. Like, it doesn't have any, like, bars or anything. Like, it seriously looks like 
it looks like a website where not everything has loaded. Like, you know how, like, if Facebook is loading and it has, like, the photo tabs and everything, it instead of it being, like, the nice font, it's, like, a plain font with, like, a little button. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, underlined or something like that. That's what the freaking Xbox uh, avatar interface looks it's like. so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, you guys haven't even mastered the Xbox One, and you're already moving on to an Xbox Series X. Yeah, seriously, though. And I hate it because eventually I'm going to be forced to get one. True. Like, that's just the inevitability of moving from console to console. Like, I think you would have stayed with PlayStation 3 a lot longer if a bunch of games wouldn't. Oh, yeah, come out on PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and same here. I would have stuck with 360 for a hell of a lot longer if Xbox One wasn't forcing its way and basically, like, forcing my hand. And then it feels like you can't even get away with just buying one console either. Uh, I I do. (laughs) I'm not going to spend... Over a thousand dollars on two consoles. No, I'm it's good. Just, it's dumb because it's like so. Like Xbox and PlayStation used to like work together. I feel not work together. I was like, since at when? least have games that were similar. Like the the game list was comparable. Now it's I not. Fair. It's like you either get a PlayStation and you get these ex- exclusive games, or you get Xbox and you have. These exclusive games. Yeah. And I I hate it. But PlayStation's still better. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where were we? <laughs> uh, uh, we were talking about <laughs> Abomination. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> um... Next up, we got a venomized Doctor Strange, glow in the dark, and this one looks badass. And Caleb's gonna get it. No, he says that he I won't, won't, but he will. No, I won't. Why not? Because I want the I want the um the black light ones. <laughs> Fair, but it's only twelve ninety nine for pre order. That's actually like. How about you stop doing that? <laughs> You're the uh, worst. I know I am. Yeah. Okay, and then last we got a DC. Is this a are they movie moment? Uh, no, it's comic moment. A comic moment. Uh, Red Hood versus Deathstroke, and this one looks pretty killer. It does. I don't know anything about this scene. But yeah, it looks pretty killer. Yeah, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about it either, but Red Hood and Deathstroke are really cool. Yeah, they are. I agree. So I really like that. That it's not one I'm gonna get, but oh yeah, I think I it's really have cool. Any plan to get it either? It's it kind of gives me some Captain America Red Skull. It does. It definitely does. I agree with that. Which that is a movie moment that I would really want. Didn't they make that already? They did. Oh. They did. It's just, it's one that I want. <laughs> you, should, you should totally get it. You should totally do it. Uh, maybe. 
Man, I'm a bad influencer. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's everything we got in Adventures in Hunting. Uh, moving on to this week's sneak peeks. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about is Bill and Ted Face the Music. And neither of us have seen the other two. Nope. <laughs> but for some reason, I really want to see this movie because I've watched this trailer like five times already. It's a fun trailer. It really is. Although, I mean, I've only seen like a couple clips from the uh, the uh, original two movies. Keanu... <laughs> Just his voice is so damn deep. Oh my goodness. He's trying. He's really trying. But his voice is just so deep that like some of the limes that he has to say, I'm like, don't. They, they feel dry. They do, But I don't think that's his fault. I don't think it is either. I th- I wonder if he's having a heart. Like, I, I don't even think it's that. It's Maybe they they were just like bad scenes that he did. But he's... Typically, like, super funny. He's in that Netflix movie, uh, Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. And he plays himself in that movie, and he's freaking hilarious. That's awesome. And I was going to say, I wonder if it's, like, hard for him to transition from being nothing but an action star for so long and then going back to comedy. But he's done those comedic bits. Yeah. And he's good. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So maybe I just have... An issue Alex Win- the... Alex Winters though like doesn't seem like anything's changed with him which is great like oh absolutely <laughs> seems like That's the cl- great. classic Bill <laughs> he's Bill right and then Keanu Reeves is Ted yes okay this is how much we pay attention <laughs> <laughs> we still need to watch the first two you know I tried to find um the uh Either them on single disc Blu-ray or like the double pack on Blu-ray. Apparently, it's out of print or something because it goes for over fifty bucks. I'm like, bloody hell! Yeah, I'm like, mm, I don't really want to see them that bad. <laughs> I will either just buy them on DVD or uh, hopefully Wait for they... them to come on streaming. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So good trailer. Um, I think they're they freaking. Uh put some money into the effects they did those look really good yeah they look really good i'm afraid they might be over the top (laughs) i think that's uh from what i've seen and heard that's kind of how the first two bill and ted's are so it can it it fits like over the top effects Mm -hmm. okay yeah well because i I really need to watch those i do too i mean like dude they're time traveling in a phone booth true (laughs) like you're kind of asking for over the top there but i'm getting just from this trailer i'm getting like kind of like the same vibes i got when i saw dumb and the dumb and dumber 2 trailer that it seems like you know like these guys love being together and it's great to see them together again i just hope that it's a better story than dumb and dumber 2 because the biggest positive from dumb and dumber 2 is i love seeing jim carrey and jeff daniels back together again i love it but the story kind of sucks (laughs) yeah uh next trailer we got is the ps5 exclusive spider-man miles morales this trailer came out of nowhere actually this game came out of nowhere for me yeah i didn't even know this was happening i know i thought that they were gonna wait a couple more years to do spider-man 2 yeah or another spider-man game but apparently they're not and i'm it's like, hey, here's All a spinoff. 
Yeah, it's it's a cool trailer. It the really... only issue I had with the trailer was there wasn't a villain I recognized. No, uh-uh. but I mean the costume looks fantastic. Yeah, the costume looks amazing. And that opening shot where Miles is trying to deflect something and like the whole suit is just getting just torn off, like be- I'm like if that was I mean it says it was all captured on the PS5. Holy shit, the graphics look amazing. <laughs> yeah, they look really good. Um <sighs> this honestly is going to be Oh, tough for me to not get. <laughs> See, this is why I'm hope, glad I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I know. Fan I boy. hope it's. I hope they make a PS4 version. I doubt it. I doubt it, man. I know. <laughs> Considering that this is like their one of their biggest titles releasing with the PS5, I don't think they're going to do that. That sucks. That is such a manipulative thing to do, and I hate it. Why is that manipulative? It's manipulative because they're like, hey, if you want to play this freaking awesome game, you have to buy our new system. Well, that's kind of how it was with the first Spider-Man. If you wanted to play it, you had to have a PS4. Yeah, but that one made more sense because they released it like a little bit further into the PS4 release. Or was that Spider-Man like new into the... Uh, or did that come out with the PlayStation 4? No, PS4 came out in like 2014. And that one came out in 2018. Mm. So four years later. Okay. But, I don't I mean, I got nothing to worry. I mean, I'll, I'm not buying a PlayStation 5 right when it comes out because that's going to be way too much money for me. I know it's going to take a little bit, but I'm probably going to wait for a sale. Yeah. I don't need the PS5 right when it comes out. Yeah, neither do I. I have a bunch of YouTubers that I follow that are probably going to play it because I just w- I'm super super invested in the story. See, I I will not watch any stories with game or any videos with gameplay or story. I I'll watch like some short reviews on the game, but when it comes to like story or gameplay, no, I will not go anywhere near those until I actually play the game. I want to experience the story firsthand in my own way. Would you try and pick up the PS5 during, like, Black Friday? Uh, no. Because it comes I, out this year, right? Yeah. So would you try picking it up Black Friday this year? I doubt it would. Well, it says holiday season, so I don't think it'll probably come to like, December. Mm. And also, I d- considering it comes out holiday season, I don't think they would put it on Black Friday, because that's way too soon. And I don't want to die. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when it comes to Black Friday, I never go for electronics. I just go for movies because I know I'm not going to lose an arm or a leg for movies. That's a fair point. And I think, well, okay, what about like if it does come out before Black Friday, would you get it for like Cyber Monday? Okay, yeah, okay. I'd go Cyber Monday. Just depending on how low it went? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would be tempted to do as well with the Xbox Series X or ser- whatever the hell they're calling it. <laughs> At least PlayStation keeps it consistent. Yeah, it's freaking dumb. <laughs> Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox Series, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I appreciate that uh, PlayStation's taking a, I feel a bold move 
and not releasing it uh black that that it's like white and blue i'm digging it i love it the the design's weird really the yeah, design yeah. is super it weird it looks kind of like alien like but i like it i especially yeah. love the controller I love the PlayStation 5 controller. I haven't done like a whole deep dive into everything that it looks like, but I might oh, do that after. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. Yeah. I'm so, not play I'm and it's not because I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I'm just saying. Anyway, back to Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um you don't get to see too much? No. Um it feels like they just kind of took footage from the first Spider-Man game with some of like the web-swinging and everything. I hope that the combat is different enough, or that it feels like there's. A I different hope it style. is. Yeah, because I'm sorry, if my, I'm gonna be kind of mad if Miles Morales fights the exact same way as Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean, obviously we can let go of like kicking, punching. Yeah, and obviously they're gonna do like thing where you zip to the enemy, mm-hmm. like that stuff. I can let slide. It's just everything else. Yeah, that's fair. Like I feel like Miles' web swings different. I've the only introduction I've had to Miles Morales is into the Spider Verse, so that's the only uh, swinging I've ever seen him do. Yeah. So the only thing that I know he has different, like abilities wise, from Spider Man is invisibility, and like the taser hands. Okay. So I know that they're going to incorporate those somehow. Obviously, we got a little clip of it mm-hmm, where he's, yeah. uh, it looked like he was doing like a finishing move on an enemy and he was kind of like see through. Mm-hmm. And then you see his taser hands multiple times. So I hope that's not like the only new things that they incorporate. I hope they do some cool stuff. I think yeah. it'd be this would be a really cool multiplayer game too, like where if one person plays as Miles, one person plays as Peter. That would be awesome. Peter better make somewhat of an appearance in this. It sounds like he will. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's training. So maybe he'll play, like, more of a Doc Ock role where you don't really get to play as him that I'm, often. I'm honestly okay with that. Or or maybe it's... That was bad. Like, a bad thing I said. But <laughs> maybe he'll play... The same role that Miles did, so maybe yeah, okay. it switches. Like you get to play as Peter for, even though we actually did things. get to play as Miles in the game, the Spider-Man game. Yeah, and I would have loved not freaking Mary Jane. <laughs> I would have loved to be able to play as Doc Hawk. That would have been cool. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. So, Miles Morales coming out holiday twenty twenty holiday twenty twenty. So be we'll uh we'll keep looking into that kind of stuff, more trailers down the road and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So with that, let's get into our main event, which is gonna be our breakdown of Charlie's Angels twenty nineteen. Why did you stutter? Because I forgot what movie we were talking about. Wow. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. 
All right, getting into our main event. Uh, we do have a couple responses from our bros with our question of the week, which you can answer on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, links to that should be in the description of this episode. But our first response comes to us from Twitter, from the What Were They Thinking podcast at WWTT podcast at WWTT podcast. Uh, he, they said Emma Stone or what I forgot to say what I asked <sighs> because this is Charlie's Angels. I asked what or who would make up your team of angels, your three angels. So what were they thinking answered and said Emma Stone Anna Kendrick and Tessa Thompson. I would have loved that <laughs> that team up so much more than this three team up. Right. I would have, <laughs> I would have loved that so much. Yeah, because we've seen Emma Stone play like a badass role in Zombieland. I've actually never seen either of Zombielands. Neither. No, but They're actually pretty good. I've well, actually, um, I just recently bought both on 4K, so be watching them very soon. They're they're worth the watch. Um. So yeah, that's a freaking great team. I I told them that Anna Kendrick seems like the kind of character that's just you unassuming. So she could like jack some people up hardcore. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Emma Stone's a freaking badass, and Tessa Thompson, of course, is a yeah, freaking badass. Yeah, Valkyrie herself. Yeah. Um, our next response was from on Twitter. It comes from Couch Pilots Podcast at Couch Pilots Pod. Yeah, try saying that five times fast. I'm good. <laughs> um, and I just had a really weird like I they didn't. I mean, they answered, but we had a really weird conversation. About everything. I was gonna say about Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah. It was, so. Uh oh. They. Yeah. So they responded. They said, "Do they have to be dead?" And I responded to them. Said they could be whoever you want them to be, alive, dead, whatever. Like, just who would make up your team? Okay. And then they responded back and said, "I want them to be dead." <laughs> and I said. Okay, works for us. <laughs> like, so who would be your picks? And then they respond and said, Oh, I don't care, just as long as they're dead. <laughs> I'm getting a sense. So I they... put slightly concerning, but okay. <laughs> um Do I take do I get like a vibe that they don't like Charlie's Angels? Honestly beats me. <laughs> <laughs> like like maybe they just have a thing for dead people which is equally, equally and in that weird. case I'm out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you for your w weird response <laughs> uh, then our last response comes to us from Instagram our good friend Jason at Shit Happens When You Party Naked at Party Naked Pod. Oh, goodness. <laughs> he 
says, I don't know the other two, but Rose is going to be one of my angels. <laughs> I expected nothing less. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you get to be one of Jason's angels. <laughs> I'd own that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jason would own that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to mark this episode explicit. <laughs> we are walking that line. Yeah, we really are. Oh, <laughs> uh, so thank you, everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate hearing from you guys, and we friggin' love your answers. Even the weird ones from yeah. Couch Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, we can finally get into our breakdown of Charlie's Angels 2019. So, if you are new to our breakdown system, uh, we split the m- split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final all-bros gr- score at the end (laughs) so we split it into story writing acting character development effects music costumes and then just give it our own personal grade at the end so with that uh rose is going to read us a little synopsis of the story so for those of you who have not seen this movie uh, spoil spoiler alerts ahead. Spoiler alert. Yes. Ahead. All right. So, a team of angels led by senior operative J- John Bosley capture international embezzler Johnny Smith in Rio de Janeiro and turn him over to American authorities. A year later, the European division of the Townsend Agency is informed that Elena Hofflin. An engineer and programmer employed by entrepreneur Alexander Brock wants to expose her superiors, namely Brock's head of development, Peter Fleming, for covering up a discovery about how an energy conversation device that she helped invent, named Callisto, has the potential to trigger fatal seizures when used. She meets with operative Edgar Bosley in Hamburg to turn over her findings, but an assassin named Hodak ambushes the meeting and subsequently kills Edgar and leaves Elena to drown. Edgar's protege, Jane Cano, rescues her and brings her to operative Rebecca Bosley with the help of her partner, Sabina Wilson. Meanwhile, John, who has since retired from the agency, discovers that Rebecca has tagged him with the agency's specialized subdermal implant without his knowledge. Rebecca tasks Sabina and Jane, joined by Elena, with breaking into Brock's corporate headquarters to steal the remaining Callisto's prototypes before they can be duplicated. Elena finds one of the devices, but is forced to use it to escape, killing a security guard in the process. While the other prototypes are already gone, and Fleming is identified as the thief. Rebecca tracks him to Istanbul, where Jane utilizes one of her old intelligence contacts, Fatima, to locate Fleming. They track him to a remote rock quarry where the supposedly imprisoned Smith is revealed is revealed to be Fleming's in, intermed wow intermediary. I don't. Did I say that right? Inter- <laughs> uh, 
intermediary. Oh, wow. Intermediary. Wow, I suck. Reading with Rose. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> intermediary for Sal and Callisto. Hodak is also present and kills Fleming before the angels break up the sale. Rebecca suddenly disappears, allowing Smith and Hodak to escape with the prototypes. Returning to their safe house, Sabina shares her growing belief that Rebecca is secretly working against the agency and has been manipulating them to steal Callisto for her own benefit. While the three ponder Sabina's suspicion, the safe house is bombed. Rebecca shows up only to be shot by John, who has come to rescue Elena. Or Elena. Is it Elena or Elena? I think it's Elena. Elena? Okay. Sabina and Jane manage to survive and seek medical help from from Fatima. Rebecca reappears and explains that John is the real traitor and that he has sent that he has spent the last few decades secretly building his own network within the agency after he was passed over to succeed the late Charlie Townsend. John takes Elena to a party uh hosted by Brock in Oh my gosh, Chaminix? Good hell, Rose. I'm sorry. Do you even know it? Chamonics. Oh, Chamonics. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> so, host by Brock in Chamonics, who reveals himself as the mastermind behind the attempt to assassinate Elena and, unbeknownst to him, John's plan to weaponize Callisto. Using Elena's colleague uh, Langston as a hostage, John forces her to program a Callisto device to kill both Langston and herself before leaving. The angels, having deduced his plan due to the information provided by Smith, who is later revealed to have defected to their side, show up and rescue Elena and uh, Langston, Elena having already disabled the Callisto device. Jane exacts revenge by impaling Hodak on a spike, I did not see that coming. (laughs) Yeah. While Rebecca uh, catches up with John and his men. Outnumbered, she has other angels posing as guests subdue the men, after which Sabina knocks out John with a punch. Brock is arrested for conspiracy, and Jane and Langston start a relationship. Uh, Lena is recruited as an angel by the Townsend Agency after passing a series of rigorous training exercises. In a mid-credit scene, Elena receives an official angel's tattoo and congratulations from Charlie. I had issues. <laughs> I had a lot of issues. Yeah. So starting off, the opening was a bit much. That's fair, but honestly, Kristen Stewart was the best part of this movie for me. Ugh. To me at least. Like, she was the only character that I actually gave a damn about. Fair. Fair. Barely. The others, I could give two shits less if they died. Yeah. Um. And I did not feel that way with the... Okay, so I've never seen the original Charlie's Angels show. But I grew up with uh, the movie with, like, Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, and Lucy Liu. Uh, the, f- the second one's alright, but the first one to me is... I know you're going to hate me for that. It's a really good movie. I really like that, Charlie's Angels. And I care about all three of those angels. So the fact that I don't that give... That is fair. That is <laughs> so fair. So the fact that I give two shits about two of the angels, even though they're not really even three angels in this movie, she doesn't even become an angel until the end. Yeah. I never thought of the angels as an organization. I didn't either. And, okay, I'll give them this. 
it, I did appreciate that this wasn't a remake. They did showcase that the um, like the original uh, Charlie's Angels happened, and then uh, the one with uh, Diaz, Barrymore, and Lou happened as well. But I don't like the fact that they photoshopped Patrick Stewart's face over Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that just irks me. There's a lot of that is. I'm going to rip this movie apart when it when with effects, as you should. Yeah. Okay. But starting off, this felt like it was shoving female empowerment down your throat, mm-hmm. and then shoving it down with more female empowerment. Like I feel Ghostbusters 2016 tried to do that, but at least with that movie. I will actually watch that movie again. I have no need or willpower to to watch uh, Elizabeth Banks. Isn't that who directed this? I have no willpower or necessity, no whatsoever, to watch her Charlie's Angels again. I don't either. It's not something I'm going to ever come back to. No. Mm -mm. The opening... And it's it's there's a there's a good way to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah, they didn't. No. So the opening sequence was uh, Kristen Stewart's character talking to a target. Yep. And he's basically this misogynistic asshole saying what women can and cannot do and why yeah the, and oh i hated dude, uh, that entire conversation like, can someone just kill him already and christian stewart was like they the opening shot was absurd <laughs> <laughs> but i thought what what was that one line that she said uh it's been proven that um if a uh um if a woman starts looking like she's about to attack a man uh what is it it takes like 50 percent longer for yeah for someone to think that they're actually attacking them whereas perceive women as a threat yeah if a man was attacking a man yeah i'm like okay that it's interesting that's an interesting way to think about it and she's probably not wrong actually yeah and (laughs) like it was just the I don't even know where to like fit this <laughs> this gripe in. So I mean, th- I'm just gonna bring it up. Okay. It was like, it felt like a good thirty to maybe forty five seconds of just very strong direct eye contact from Kristen Stewart, and I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> like they couldn't have just done like a pan up shot up the building and then like focused on them and done something like that like that was just it was jarring like i'm just like and it's not that kristen stewart's like unattractive it was just the very strong eye contact yeah that's fair it's the same kind of eye contact that i get whenever i've taken my wife to like dinner theater (laughs) we get very strong very direct eye contact and i don't care for it at all I don't know why, but you bringing that up reminds me. Have you ever seen Everybody Hates Chris? Yes. Okay, I think it happened on the show. Uh, 
when Julius and uh, the Rochelle go to see cats. And you know how, like, before the show starts, like, the cats will, like, come down the aisle and, like, interact? I think, like, one, like, like hissed or something, Julius, and just knocked him out. <laughs> and it happened twice, because they went and saw it twice. Yeah, it's exactly like that. But there was a a very clear message in this movie. Just like it was men suck. Yeah, it was basically men suck. Yep. Like they had this whole scene where every man in uh, the room is like put has like a trank sticker. On him and passes out. Yeah, what? The only okay, I can only think of two guys in this movie that were actually good. Actually, wait, three. Um, the Bosley, because I'm sorry, I don't remember their first names. The Bosley that helped. Um, okay, do you remember his name that was in Captain Marvel? Oh, uh, wasn't it Korath? Yeah, Korath. Okay, I'm gonna call him Korath uh, Bosley. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his name was Edgar. Edgar, thank you, Edgar. Okay, um, so yeah, okay, so he Edgar was a good guy. Uh, the guy that, um, oh my gosh, what was the new recruit angel? What was her name? Uh, uh, Elena. Yeah, Naomi Scott's character. Okay, so the guy that she worked with, he was a good guy. Um, and then there was one more. I don't think there was. Was there really only two? There was only those two. Oh, uh, the guy uh, that helps them like with, um, what was it like their food intake? Oh, the saint. Yeah, the saint. That was so dumb. That was. But yeah, okay, three guys that were actually good in this. Yeah, I hated that. I hate like every guy was a freaking misogynistic douchebag, and. Like, I knew the second that they started, like, even hinting that Elizabeth Bank Elizabeth Banks' character was the traitor, I'm like, no, it's not. It's Patrick Stewart. Like, because, duh. Okay, I don't know why, but I can never pick up on that kind of shit. Because, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's no, Elizabeth what, Banks. Th- I didn't get it because of any, like, foreshadowing or, or any bullshit like that. I got it because of the beginning i'm like okay so this is basically a men's suck movie and i knew that that was like going to be the case like as soon as he started like talking or like as soon as we cut back to patrick stewart and he's talking about a tracking device i'm like oh he's the bad guy it's like because of course elizabeth banks would make herself the bad guy yeah i'm like come on like (laughs) i think the female empowerment it doesn't need to be men suck yeah. I think it could just be like I'm all for female empowerment. I love it. But do you really have to like downgrade the <laughs> other gender? Yeah. Like you can have an even balance. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Like I would have much preferred to see a female villain. Yeah, I would have loved that. Maybe like doing something to control other like if it was like something where it's like they're controlling the men. Yeah. Like, I would have much preferred that to the shit that we got. <laughs> okay, speaking of, like, the whole, like, men suck thing, I just gotta bring this up. Okay, have you ever seen the extended version of Ghostbusters 2016? No. Okay. So I have you... no desire to. <laughs> it's actually a lot better in some parts. 
Um, That's not saying a lot. (laughs) But at least I can watch that movie again. (laughs) Um, Okay, so remember, like, the bad guy Ronan? uh, Ronan? Yeah. Okay, so when he's, like, like, saying, like, who all the, like, bad spirits are in his mirrors and shit, and he's just, like, people that uh, think that uh, everyone is garbage... In the Seneca, and I rolled my eyes so hard. He's like, "They're mostly dudes." I'm like, "Oh my!" You gosh. did not. You did not, Paul Feig. You did not. That was basically what this film was. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh uh. my gosh. <laughs> I would. Sh- I would have to shut the movie off. I'm like, no. Like I said, I don't think I've ever rolled my eyes that much in my life. Yeah, there's there's a good way to handle that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for it. I am too, yeah. I, like, that's those are the types of movies, like, the f- female empowerment, like, those types of movies are the movie. I want, it, like, a collection of those movies so I can show my daughter those. Yeah. When as she's growing up and getting older, that's great. what I want. Yeah, great example. I don't Ga- want one where she's just like, "Oh, men suck." Yeah, great example. <laughs> Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we watched Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain the other Marvel's day. A, yeah, that was like a great one. Yep. You don't need to shove it in our face. <laughs> like you can have a good movie. Like, Little Women, that's going to be one yes. that I end up showing her, too. Oh, I love that movie so much. That was a really good one, and the men weren't freaking assholes. No, huh? I mean, some were, but that was their character. They were supposed to be. Yeah, but it wasn't like everyone. No. It was certain people yeah. that were dickish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, oh, this is such a great example. I love that movie to death. Yeah. Like, one of the scenes that really stuck out with all that was when they were trying to collect all of those devices. Yeah. Um, when they went to Elena's work. And all the guys, or all the people that were hunting her down, were trying dudes. to find her, were dudes. Yeah, all the like security guards Like, you couldn't dudes. hire one female security guard? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'll give him this. Okay, the beginning. I did laugh at one part, and it was when they're uh, exiting the building, and the I what was her name? Um, the other angel besides Kristen Stewart. Shit, what was Jane. That? Jane, when she actually kicked Kristen Stewart off, because she's just like you're, you're just like no, no fun. Like, like what do you even do? She kicks him off. She's like that was fun. <laughs> I, don't, I for some reason, I like that actually made me giggle. Like that's kind of, I yeah, think that's the like only part some, that made me. They had really, some good comedic be- yeah. bits. The story overall was, it wasn't it the was, worst. It wasn't. It wasn't grade I mean, A quality. I no. wouldn't even say it's like in the B range for me. No, because I mean, like the whole thing with um, oh my gosh, what was her name again? Jane. Jane, like the whole like towards the ending, she finally comes to realize that you know like. Uh, Christian Stewart's uh, character. Uh, I'm just gonna call her Christian Stewart. I don't care about her name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Sabina. Sabina. How uh, you know, like, oh, she can actually be a true friend, or you know, she can be a good. Yeah, partner. where the hell did that come <laughs> from? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like you hated her that, like a couple scenes ago. 
<laughs> That's what I liked you didn't about. Give a shit. I don't know. Like I get what they're trying to do. Like you know, like not all angels work well together. They have to actually form a bond. I get that. Yeah, but, but how does that work in a freaking organization? Yeah, I like it when the bond is already, uh, you know, formed because with. Barrymore, Diaz, and Lou, like, you can tell there is a straight-up bond between those three, and I yeah. loved it. And, you, like, you could tell because it, you could t- you knew that there were only those three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I get what the... <laughs> I get. But apparently it's just this randomness of crazy and angels and whatever. She's trying to set up her own angels universe. I don't think it's yeah. going to happen because this movie de- it this movie definitely tries to set up a sequel. I don't think it's happening because I don't think this movie did it that well. It better freaking not. <laughs> Although I love this scene at the end with Haley Steinfeld because she was actually one of the angel recruits. Did you see her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I feel like they just try to throw in as many female actresses as they could. She was the only one I recognized. I mean, towards the uh, ending. Yeah, there was another one. I think it, Lily Reinhardt. She's in Riverdale, if I'm remembering her name correctly. So the p- girl, the ladies that were um, training, um, oh my gosh, I forgot her name again. Uh, towards the ending, they were training her for as a new angel. Elena. Elena. Are were like because weren't there like three? Yeah. Are so th- one of them was Ronda Rousey, and I, oh. I forget the other two. Okay. I was half expecting like one of um, Diaz or Barrymore or Lou to appear. Oh, that would have been great. That would that would have. That I mean, would have been be... amazing. But I mean, do you really think they'd want to be in this movie? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we're actually in the good Charlie's Angels movie, so I think we're good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Compared to this, yeah, it's definitely. The better Don't movies. Be shitting I'm on... not shitting on it. I'm just saying if this is uh, like if this is a I don't even know like what rating this is gonna end up being. I don't wanna like say anything. It's like don't you be shitting on my angels. <laughs> but if this is like a one thumbs up movie, Charlie's ain't the other one is like a two thumbs up movie. <laughs> what about the sequel to the first Charlie's Angels movie, Full Throttle? That's like a one and a half thumbs up <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right, fair. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like it's not much better. <laughs> it's really not. But the story was interesting. It was. Um, I mean, I'll fully admit that. Like, I I don't think I really ever got bored. I didn't either. The only time I felt. A little like, okay, what the hell was when Jane went back to the lady that she apparently screwed over? Yeah, that was dumb. Like, that made no sense no. to me. And then, in fact, she's like, oh, I want the van too. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's just, what? <laughs> so, like, that whole thing didn't make any sense. That was just, they were setting up somewhere for them to go. Once they got hurt. Yeah. That's what that whole th- bullshit was. And it didn't... It messed with the flow of the movie. It, it really did. Absolutely. Um, so, what are you thinking for story? I'm honestly like in the 60s. The 60s? Yeah. 
What about you? I'm in the low 70s, but I can definitely be talked down. <laughs> what about a 69? I can do a 69. Okay. Maybe 68, so I don't feel weird for just saying that. <laughs> it's only sexual when you say something. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll make it a 68.9. <laughs> oh my goodness! Do you want to just boost it to 70? No. Okay. All right. Fair. You said you weren't mid 70s. Yeah. No, I or said low, low 70. 70s, but could easily be talked down. Oh. Yeah, it, the issue was it, it was just trying to push its message too hard. Yes. That was the biggest flaw with the story. It just it kind of took away from the story itself. Because mm-hmm. I found myself pulling my... I, I can usually get invested in a movie. It's hard to get invested when I'm just like, ugh! <laughs> Fair. Like, I was rolling my eyes a lot <laughs> during this. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, and it just seemed like any interaction with men other than those three yeah. was just negative. Yep. Like, the at the horse races, when Elena was looking at the, uh, the tablet and the guy came and sat down and was talking with her, that just seemed like a very negative interaction seriously and it though. didn't need to be no it didn't uh-uh. it was like an unnecessary like they added an unnecessary douchebag <laughs> they really did they, they really did so i i freaking hated that <laughs> uh moving on to writing uh this is actually a significantly higher for me i will definitely agree with you there absolutely yeah the only issue with the writing that i had um, which we already docked for was the MI6 um, associate or person that they had or that Jane was talking to. That, oh, okay. Like I said, that they that was like the, my biggest issue because it's like, okay, what's her purpose? She has no purpose other than to... She's a straight up plot device. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> so I had an issue with that. And I had an issue with Jane suddenly thinking of Sabina as a friend after who knows what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, all of Kristen Stewart's lines were pretty good. They were. Um, I mean, they were funny, I think annoying at times. But I think it worked for her. I think it did, too. Kind of like how she said she can't turn off... Uh... That kind of side of her. Yeah. People just kind of have to deal with it. I feel like Patrick Stewart was written very lazily. Well, yeah, but let's face it. Patrick Stewart will be in anything nowadays. Emoji movie. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that's a big flaw in this. It's just because his... I felt his motivations were weak. They, oh yeah, they like if he were. was supposed to be the original Bosley, and he start he turned on the whole agency, the an agency that he built from the ground up by tra- like that. 
I'm pretty sure that's something he said. No, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, but he was the one that was heading everything up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he helped Charlie along the way. So when he wasn't the successor... I mean, our successor... Was Charlie retiring? No, Charlie died, I think. The original Charlie died. The original... Oh. I didn't catch that. Oh. (laughs) I don't even think they really pointed that out. They only pointed out subtly. I didn't even think that... Yeah, I I didn't catch that at all. So it it the motivation for him to turn against everything that he built, it felt it was weak. It, yeah, absolutely. really weak motivations. Absolutely. Like I would have almost preferred it if they, if Elizabeth Banks ended up being the bad guy. Yeah, because actually I think Elizabeth Banks can play a really good bad guy. Yeah, I could see it. Or maybe it was just like became a Bosley versus Bosley thing. Like that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Where neither of them are the bad guy. But now they had to go with the whole men sucks thing. And I mean, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But overall, the writing was better. But how much better? I might be in like the high 70s, maybe like 78 range. Can we go 77? I can go 77. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got acting. So we have Kristen Stewart that played Sabina. Naomi Scott that played Elena. And then uh, Ella Belinska played Jane. Okay. Okay. So So just those three, or do you want to throw in Elizabeth Banks? I feel she was in there enough that we should... Yeah, she was in there a significant amount. Yeah, so we should do those four. Okay. So should we start with Elizabeth Banks and then work our way down? Yeah. Okay. So, what did you think of Elizabeth Banks? I mean, I I honestly like Elizabeth Banks in anything she's really in. I don't know. I think she's a good actress. So, um, I'm I was kind of glad the fact that they didn't make her the. A little bit. I was kind of happy that they didn't make her the bad Bosley, and that she was actually the good Bosley. Um, I mean, I don't know if I really have anything like else. To, I don't really even know what else to say about her. Yeah, she did good. It wasn't her best performance. No, I think one of her like outstanding performances was in Hunger Games. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she also did really well in uh Brightburn. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good performance. Um I love her in uh, the Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah, those are really good too. This one it, it was average. Yeah, it was. Like she didn't have anything that she did that was outstanding and, yeah. or anything. So uh, where are you sitting at with her? I guess 73. That's fair. I can agree with you there for sure. All right, moving up to Ella Belinska, who played Jane. Yes. She was the weakest, I feel. I actually felt Naomi Scott was the weakest. Really? Yeah. All right, explain. 
I honestly, uh, I don't know. Like, the, I mean, I know she points like, oh, you think I'm just uh, the person that you're just trying to save and doesn't know anything, and they're just like, well, you... okay, maybe I actually don't even know how to back this. <laughs> okay, maybe you're right. Maybe Naomi Scott was the second best, or I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm losing my damn mind, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My issues with Jane was maybe she was played a little too straight. Fair. Like, she didn't really give that much emotion. Her crying was atrocious. Yeah. Alright, damn it, you talk. Yeah, it's just, like... I forgot about that, but yeah, that definitely, she hits rock bottom for Angel's Like, with Naomi Scott... It felt like, and Kristen Stewart, like, Kristen Stewart felt like she was having fun throughout. Naomi Scott, she, like, her, like, same thing with her. Like, Jane, it didn't feel like she was having even a little bit of fun. Yeah. Like, even when they were talking about d- doing stuff, or, like, when they were trying to, like, attack the guys coming up the stairs. Yeah. It didn't feel like she. He felt like a stunt person trying to do... That's fair. Trying to act. All right, fair. Where you're not really equipped to put in emotion to your stunt work. Which the stunt work (laughs) we will be talking about. Uh. (laughs) Okay, so then would you put her lower than Elizabeth Banks? I actually would. She's actually in the 60s for me. Okay, I can... I'm like... 68? Yeah, she might be... 68 range. Alright. Because I don't think she was quite 65 level. Alright, fair. But she was not higher than Elizabeth Banks. She was a lot lower than her. You made me see the error of my ways. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking of the producer's cut. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up we got Naomi Scott, who played Elena. She felt ditzy yeah, for a smart girl. She did, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I liked how empowering she was in not only Aladdin, but in Power Rangers. Yeah, that, she was really good in Power Rangers. That I don't know, I just did not. I love her as an actress. I wanted to love her in this movie, but I just, I just couldn't. Yeah, she for me she's on the same level as Elizabeth Banks. I can I can give you that. So seventy three. Yeah. She, yeah. I, I yeah I can like it. It was kind of a hard sell, making her the genius. I I think um if they would have made it to where they're already three angels, her performance would have been a lot better. Yeah. And she could have been the whole smart one and everything. Yeah. Kind of played like, you didn't, like, not as straight. Like, I don't think you needed to play it as straight as maybe Lucy Liu did. But, I don't know, have a little bit more, play a little bit straighter than Lucy, or a little straighter than Naomi Scott. Like, if you were to mix the performances... Yeah. It would be perfect. It, it, absolutely. It definitely would. Like, just th- 
just sprinkle a little jasmine in there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But I mean, <laughs> like it for me, it was just kind of like, how the hell did she get away with like ninety nine percent of the shit that she did? Seriously though, can I work for this company? Yeah, like something I think would have been maybe a little bit more interesting is if they would have made her a angel's recruit but was working like doing like the work for her main job and then she came to the angels and was just like hey uh this dude like all this shit's gonna blow up and cause aneurysms and Blah, 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 blah. It would have made more sense. Like, how the hell do you contact a secret organization? You just do. Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, was it the business card? I think so. Like, how, how does that work? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just... And it felt like every single woman in this movie was a freaking angel. Right? Seriously, like, ugh. being an angel was something special. Yeah. And th- that's another thing. Like, I'm glad we put the story so low. Because, like, when she was walking back out of the office after explaining that her device was dangerous, the front desk lady said that she dropped something and was being a total bitch. Yes. Be- <laughs> being like, well, I don't let her, so pick, like... So it must be yours. I'm like, okay. First of all, I'd be like, uh, go F yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then she like bends down, picks up the card and hands it to Elena. Why didn't you just hand her the card? Seriously. Like, what was your plan if she just walked on? It's like, shit. Well. Yeah, like, you couldn't just walk up and be like, hey, I think this is for you. And then walk off and then. Like, it didn't even explain what that she realized what the card was for. It just cut to she had a meeting with Edgar. Yeah. Just showed her, like, flipping it back and forth and just showing the logo. That's it. Yeah. But, like I said, that's going back to story. <laughs> um, But Naomi Scott's performance, she too ditzy. Yeah. I completely agree. Too ditzy for a smart girl. Yep. You put some Velma Dinkley in there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, put some Velma in that shit. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, you you do this female empowerment, and then you just make the girls ditzy? Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Like, pick a lane. <laughs> All right, lastly, we got Kristen Stewart, who played Sabina. She's the highest for me. She's the highest for me as well. Now, how high? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly would... I don't know if I want to go 80. I could be talked up if you have a good argument. I don't... That's the thing. I don't know if I have a good (laughs) argument. You never have a good argument. I know I don't. Like I, I like Kristen Stewart as an actress, but how do you argue her up? Yeah. So like, should we just give her like a seventy-eight and call it good? 
I think given her 78, <laughs> call <Okay>. it good. <laughs> she was a bit extra. <laughs> I feel it kind of worked in her favor, though. It it did. This was definitely a side of Kristen Stewart I've never seen before. And I like it. Yeah. I kind of want more of this. Yeah, like, where the shit was this in Twilight? <laughs> like, you couldn't give us a little bit of this? <laughs> like, come on. You gotta give us the emo girl that freaking... <laughs> don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, this perform Like, her performance in this was really good. Yeah. Which shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, averaging that out, that puts us at a 73 for acting. Yeah, that's not bad. No, not bad at all. Alright, next up we got character development, which I think we need to grade them as a team. Okay. And, okay, their arc, if you go from... How they were at the beginning, where it was just three separate angels. Yeah. To the end, where they're of like a full blown team, mm-hmm. and like just kind of like the supporting each other because Elena had to go through her training to get her tattoo that apparently has. That's how you communicate. Communicate, whatever. What's wrong <laughs> with just an earpiece? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get a tattoo. Yeah. And, like, what happens if you get in close proximity to other angels? Can you communicate with them, too? Like, I have questions. Exactly. And also, um, how durable is that tattoo? If it starts to fade, does that mean my audio quality starts to fade, too? (laughs) 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 These are the real (laughs) questions. Yeah. If it was, like, a stick-on thing, like, that would make a little bit more sense, but whatever. I don't... Okay. I don't know why, but that whole part with like the whole bracelet thing that Naomi's character—that was wear, funny. That was she's, she's like, you don't have to talk close up to it. Yeah, that part actually made me laugh. Yeah, that there was, was a few things that caught me off guard and no. gave me a good little chuckle. Um, but there were few and far between. Yeah, but overall, so with character development, yes, their arc. They do come to a complete arc from basically strangers to a team. Mm-hmm. They made lots of leaps in this. Yeah, like I think that to me the biggest leap is I mean definitely like how um, Jane is all of a sudden like hey you know Sabina we're great partners now I love you and all this shit. But then it's just like oh, okay and yeah uh, shit what's her name again? Naomi Scott's character? Elena. Elena. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is how much I don't care about these characters. Fair. <laughs> uh, like, all, kind of towards the end, they're just like, okay, yeah, you know, Elena, you're going to make a great angel. We love you, too. And I don't know. The but whole, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their whole team. I don't know. It just didn't make s- It doesn't feel earned. It doesn't. They made leaps in their emotional... Art. I feel like towards the ending of writing, towards the end of writing this, Elizabeth Banks was like, "Shit, how do I bring them all together?" Well, you know what? Actually, I think that they uh, are all happy, gory now. They love each other, and bam, we got our Charlie's Angels. That's probably exactly <laughs> how it went because it it felt rushed. It really did, and like you said, it was unearned. So. 
that kind of brings it down. Like you can't, you have to fill the middle with substance. You can't mm-hmm. just jump, go from beginning to end with nothing in the middle. Nope. Like you might as well just have a sandwich with mayonnaise and that's it. I think I actually ate that as a kid. That's disgusting. I wanted to try it. Don't don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Way to tell me stuff I already know. Don't judge me. Uh, so, mayo or Miracle Whip, though? Mayo. Okay. Phew. Do you like Miracle Whip, though? No. Why not? Miracle Whip is garbage. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, sorry. Go. Uh, slap that's me. a whole different discussion that we're going to have. <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. So with character development, I am low 60s. No, not low 60s. Mid to high 60s. I'm at like a straightforward 65. I can go 65. Perfect. That is not a tough sell for me at all. (laughs) It's because it was lacking stuff in the middle. This is a very, another shut your brain off movie. If you enjoy Charlie's Angels and you enjoy like silly movies, this is a great movie for you. But even if you enjoy Charlie's Angels, I don't even know if you're going to. This is basically, this is no joke, this is the Fast and Furious of spy movies. Yeah, you're not And not wrong. like the... Er- you're not Actually, wrong. it could be any of the Fast and Furious. I was going to say, <laughs> not the early ones, but it might as well be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Effects. I'm going to rip <laughs> this movie a new asshole. Let's hear them. All right. The first big effect was when... Sabina jumped into the damn helicopter. Oh, yeah, and that shot of her. Oh, yeah, wow. my gosh. Could that be more fake? (laughs) Oh. And then when uh, Patrick Stewart's Bosley was retiring, they went through and did a slideshow of all the pictures. Those could not have been more fake. I could have done a better Photoshop job. Yeah. Suck it. I do too. Life like I mean, I already know you do a way better job than me, but I think I could do a slightly better job than they did. Oh my gosh. It was so bad. The disrespect to Bill Murray. <laughs> Not even that. They try to put hair on Patrick Stewart, and that alone, it looks weird. It like, does. It, I want to go through each of the pictures individually, but I feel like the hair on some of them was off-center. Like, just slightly. It was enough that the the naked eye could catch it, but it looked bad. This will be the only reason I'll go back and watch this movie. Yeah, and... Okay, and then the one where they replaced Bill Murray? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. His face... Like... So, it was Bill Murray and Cameron Diaz, right? No, I think it was... So, it was... Um, it was I think it was uh, from, like, a party scene... And for Charlie Angels, because I think it's Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu. Okay. So that one didn't make sense, because the picture... Or Lucy Liu and Drew Barrymore, they looked a little bit grainy. 
Yeah, and then Patrick true. Stewart's picture was like smooth. That's a good point. With like a really high sharpness, and it looks so bad. Like it's just, it was so bad. It's like they used, they might as well have just used a face swap app. <laughs> it, it was. They told the effects rough. guy, just do your best. Whatever you yeah, give they, us, we'll they work probably with hired it. someone that didn't know what the hell they were doing. They're just like, hey, could you put Patrick Stewart's face on this stuff? And they're like, yeah, I could do mock something up real quick. And then they threw it in the movie, and he's like, wait a minute, <laughs> didn't you want a good job? <laughs> and they're like, well, no, this is fine. <laughs> no, they're just like, okay, we're over budget, but we need this done. How about we just buy you lunch? works for me that's how he got paid <laughs> yeah i bet <laughs> it wasn't even a good lunch it was probably like burger king probably <laughs> or what's worse than burger king um what's like the worst hamburger you've ever had fast food wise five guys really yeah i actually like five guys i feel like their their patties are really dry and they're just so expensive yeah okay my favorite burger is uh double double from in and out oh yeah Mm. those are super hard to beat and i'm talking fast food not overall burger i've had some pretty good burgers at other places but Uh, fast food wise it's hard to beat uh how much of wendy's in and out i mean wendy's baconator yeah if it's and when I say best, I'm talking like not just the best burger in general. I'm just I'm talking cost to quality ratio. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, getting back to <laughs> this. <laughs> um Yeah, so that looked like shit. <laughs> there was multiple other effects that looked like absolute trash. Um, like when the Jeep blew up. Oh yeah, that looked pretty bad. That was awful. <laughs> any any explosion looked super bad. And because we include stunts uh in our effects breakdown, can we talk about how shitty the stunt work was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it and people think Marvel used uses too many jump cuts. Like you you can't even follow the fight. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like it's so difficult to follow the fight. And honestly, when I actually saw a an effect that wasn't cut, I understood why they did. <laughs> like so when the the dude is coming up at that warehouse and Jane grabs him and then Sabina goes to knock him out. Yeah. And like goes to like elbow him in the face. You could tell it was did not make contact. Like at all. That's so sad. Yeah, she like it looked like she ran up and just kind of like touched him with his with her elbow and then he go like how hard she did it and how hard he reacted were not equal. <laughs> Like, give us the most traumatic thing you could ever do. Yeah, it's like it's like he practiced his stuff. Like, I'm assuming that was a stunt guy that that I am sure. did that part. <laughs> he did his part, 
Kristen Stewart did not. <laughs> She's just like, eh. Yeah, and the fight scene between what's his face, the assassin, and Jane. It was the same moves over and over and over. Oh, okay. Speaking of that scene, the whole like sliding of the car and her coming out and oh my <laughs> gosh, can we scream CGI? Yeah, like <laughs> that's not how cars move. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool, but no. Yeah, that was horseshit. That was absolute horseshit. <laughs> all, all the stunts freaking sucked ass. So, me, I can give them props for some of the stuff that they did. Like, there were some okay-looking stunts that they did. But overall, I'm in the 40s. I can, yeah, 45? (laughs) I might be, like, 42. I can do 42. (laughs) Sounds good to me. (laughs) All right, next up we got music. I mean, I kind of liked the song Don't Call Me Angel, the one written for this. Yeah, the music wasn't bad. Yeah, I actually like the soundtrack for this movie. This is out of 10, right? Yeah, this is out of... Sorry, I always forget, okay? Uh, I'll give it like a 7. 7? Yeah. That's fair. I was was in between 6 and 7. The Mm -hmm. soundtrack is pretty good. Um... And yeah, that's that song, the "Don't Call Me Angel" was pretty good. So I I can definitely give you a seven. Sweet. All right, next up we got costumes. This is actually where the movie shined a little it, bit too. Yeah, I did. I I really liked when they were um in like the whole like angels closet. Saw a lot of throwbacks to not only the movies but the show as well. Yeah, that, I loved that. That was really really cool. Yeah, I I really liked how they did the um, the costumes when they were trying to collect the devices, like how they oh, were yeah. all wearing the same thing. I thought yeah. that was really cool. That, yeah, that was a really cool idea. Yeah, super freaking creative. Um, I I don't think we've seen. Well, that's not true. We've seen it in like Harry Potter where they have multiples of like a, a, like duplicates. Um, yeah, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah, but not played like this. And it worked. It worked really well. Yeah. The only thing that I think was a little unbelievable was maybe the height difference between Jane and Kristen. Yeah, yeah especially. Because she was, she was a lot taller. Yeah, than... Naomi and Kristen, I feel, are about the same height. Yeah, that yeah. was that one's believable. Yeah. Like, if Naomi was to just uh, straighten her back a little bit, she'd be as tall as Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Jane's a little hard to sell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the costumes were pretty good. They were. Um, their dresses at the party were pretty killer. Yeah, I really like those. Um, I mean, they weren't Rocket Man level costumes. No. I'm maybe like at around an eight. I can give you an eight. Eight. Yeah. All right, next up we got our own personal grade for it. So, you want to take this one? So, 
I will still watch the other two movies before I ever watch this movie again. <laughs> um, I did not absolutely hate this movie. I just didn't really think it was that good. Um, I think Elizabeth Banks like tried, but she tried too much to show. I don't know, just showing that men are just assholes, and that really. Just the way that she did it, it was kind of distasteful, wasn't it? It, yeah. it was. You can show female empowerment and equality and all that without dissing on them. Yeah. But... Like, there are plenty of movies that do that. Yeah. That get that message across, that show this empower... Like, empower women without freaking taking a piss on men. Mm-hmm. And this was just completely just releasing the tank yeah. on men. <laughs> yep. Um, For the most part, I liked the three angels. Kristen Stewart was by far the best one. I loved her performance in this. It was honestly, I think, Kristen Stewart's best work, at least from what I've seen. I can give you that. Um, So, overall, I'm at like 65. That's not... Um, I might be a little lower than you. Okay. Um, I might be in like the 60 range. Yeah, I'm probably 60. I, it was, for me, it was a good enough movie. All right. Like, I didn't feel like my time was completely wasted. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, like I've said before, like when I go into a movie, I feel like I feel like I got my money's worth or broke even. This is one I feel maybe I like if I would have paid for it, I would have broke even. Okay, so I paid thirteen dollars. <laughs> oh wait, no, for, sorry. For no, I'm sorry, it was ten dollars. Ten dollars. So I basically paid for a movie ticket to see it. So I mean, I honestly would say I broke even as well. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, it's a, it's a break even movie. Yeah. You're, you're not going to go, want to go see it again. <laughs> no. I mean, in, unless you're fine with movies where you could just shut your brain off and, but they they push a subliminal message really, really hard. Yeah. And it's kind of difficult to ignore. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm about a sixty. Uh, liked okay. it a little bit less than you, Christian Stewart. Especially the beginning kind of aggravated me, but it was just that I think it was just that conversation that's in fair. general. It's just like, come on. That, no, I get you. That's fair. I understand that. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to put a like a straight sixty. Mm. Which, averaging that out, comes to a 62.5. And that brings our final grade for Charlie's Angels. D+. Alright, so it's still fresh. Uh, barely. Yeah, like, super barely. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is sitting at a 69.175%. <laughs> It's actually one point. Sorry, one point away from being a C minus. Real? Oh shit! Yeah. All right. So, yeah. 
It is a little bit, or it's three points above Doolittle. Yeah, I definitely did like it more than Doolittle. Yeah, and that's our only other D plus movie. Shit. So our uh, wait, what did we give Cats? I forgot. Cats is a sitting at a C minus. Oh, okay. So actually, this is sitting at a sixty nine percent. Yeah. Cats is sitting at a seventy percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do think Cats is a better movie than this. Yeah, by like a point. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it is. Yeah. Um. It is. Nine points above Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, that's fair. And then, yeah, those are all of our our D movies. All right, not too shabby. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to see if there's anything that's like it's really close to. At least in like the C minus range. Uh, we actually have it a point below. So actually, a, a point exactly. So sixty nine point one seven five. Oh, not a, quite exactly. Last Jedi is sitting at seventy point one two five. So it's a Last Jedi is a little bit higher. Do you like it more than Last Jedi, or I actually would have preferred. Out of the two, I'd prefer to see Last Jedi. I, yeah, I would do. Yeah, so D+, plus, it's fair. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> fair. Absolutely. Yeah, and we, we, like we said, we kind of explained why <laughs> it's a one-watch movie. <laughs> but, I mean, there are some movies that are in the... D plus C like though every movie is rewatchable in it's some True. aspect. Yeah. This one we've personally feel isn't. Yeah. Um like no matter the grade, there's always something like cats. Cats it wasn't our best graded movie, but there's some rewatchability to it. Yes, there is. I'm assuming I haven't rewatched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're also gonna hate me because the way to you're gonna because so i bought it but i bought it without the digital code so you know what that doesn't hurt my feelings okay <laughs> so in order for you to watch it and like for be able to watch it i'll just gonna have to bring over the blu-ray you're just gonna have to yeah we're it. fine <laughs> are you sure i am absolutely sure okay all right, so that concludes this breakdown. Uh, if you liked this episode and want to hear more of our stuff, you can follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and a whole lot more other places. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bonus videos that we are going to make eventually. Like we always say. Yeah, right? Uh, you can follow us on social media. Uh, if you want to hit us up with an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week, uh, if you want to join us even, uh, we would l gladly 
have anyone on. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash theallbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at theallbros. You can also email us at theallbroschannel at gmail.com or check out our website, which is tinyurl.com slash theallbros. And you'll have links to our episodes there, links to our YouTube, uh, social media, I mean, hell, you can even go to our merch store, which is on tpublic.com. Uh, you can find that at, on the website, like I said, or go to tpublic.com slash user slash the Albros channel. And I don't know what I'm going to do for this artwork. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we will see what happens with that one. <laughs> Uh, until next week, we, or so next week we will be breaking down the Invisible Man. So look forward to that next week. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. I'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long.